Here we go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Overass. Today, we have long overdue one of my favorite real estate content creators, Mr. Dan Lee. We always call him Dan Lee Plum. It's weird how you call people their their Instagram handle now. ELP. I, I actually thought your name was your last name was Plum for a bit. Isn't that weird? Yeah, well, I mean, it's an easy thing to get wrong. Yeah. You know? So, Dan, Dan, if if you don't know Dan, you need to go check out his videos. They're they're. There's someone screaming in the background. Do you hear that? It sounds like someone's getting tortured. Is that your office? Is, is that me? That's not me. Yeah, is that your office? <laughs> what do they oh do God. to you today, man? That's not me. Fucking hell! No, someone's getting Dan. their limbs torn torn apart right yeah. now. Dan, you're in the jail cell, Eric. Yeah, no, no, this, this is soundproof here. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. All right, sorry, Matt, go I bet ahead. It is. That was so, Dan, for people who don't know you, and I mean, if you don't know Dan, you need to go check out his videos. It's some of the best shit, but uh, it is, it is, Eric. It, there's someone screaming at me. <laughs> okay. That's let's just get, the guy getting tortured get... next door. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, might have to, I might have to leave and call the cops, actually. <laughs> There's a fucking, okay so dan for people who don't know you can you tell us a little bit about yourself elevator pitch who is dan right. lee? who is who is dan lee the man behind the lens mm-hmm. um mate i i'm i'm just a, a regular old real estate agent that does a lot of content so that's probably how you know people like you have stumbled across me and i stumbled across you um, I have a business called Plum Property, which is a real estate agency, and we are th- a 30-plus team, uh, 10 agents, soon to be 11 agents on Monday. And uh, yeah, man, we we sell real estate just like the, the rest of you. And uh, we love creating content and getting our brand out there. And we also use it to uh, not, just, not just for brand awareness for our own profiles and advertising, but what... I've really used it for is to get my clients better results. Um, so that's something I always push in my company is that we're not just doing this for us. We're doing this to get better results for the clients, more inspections on actual properties. Uh, and you guys know more inspections on a property means more potential offers and the higher we can push a sale price. That actually means the exact opposite in America. Inspections. What does inspections mean in Australia? Well, yeah, inspection is a physical inspection. So not just like an online viewing of the, of the oh, property. Like, like a showing of the property. Because yeah, here, here, exactly. here inspection means you're getting a chimney inspector, a general inspector. Yeah, a like a inspection. home inspector. So, oh. you say, so when you say you want more inspections, it's like that's the exact opposite of what we want. Yeah, I want 10 okay. building inspections on every <laughs> yeah. property. Well, that would be awesome. We'll, we'll get into some of the, because yeah, there's a lot of differences. And when Dan and I were, because we've done a couple of skits together, we had that problem when we were doing the skit. We're like, well, what the fuck do you call this? And we didn't know. And then we made kind of, we poked fun of it in our first yeah. skit a little bit, which was really funny. We should probably break down some of the real estate lingo for the viewers because I do get those questions all the time. And I get a lot of people asking me about auctions too, because we do a lot of auctions here and I know yeah. that's not a not really a thing in North America. So no, you do full out auctions. Like you have an auctioneer, like, yeah. And they're a fat. Yeah. And literally people are just bidding. Everyone knows the price who's there. Yeah. So someone could say 800,000 and you'd go 800,000. Anyone want to 
and then 805 and that's how you do it right exactly just like any old cattle auction or you know it works it works exactly the same Uh, (laughs) was this the 1950s (laughs) (laughs) well when you said fast talker i imagined one of those like cattle guys like yeah they they don't really speak like that it's much more clear so people can understand now do you have your own uh, like do you choose the auctioneer who comes with like do you have your own on your team how does that work yeah we've got our own on our team so tyler you might have seen some yes yeah um he he's an auctioneer so we use him but other offices might just you know hire a auctioneer is my internet did i just drop out then you dropped out a little bit but you came back back okay so yeah, we've got an in-house one, but you know, otherwise there's you know auctioneers out there that that you can just pay for a fixed fee and they'll come and call the auction on the day. So it is a really interesting process. You know, we can either sell by price here, like like you do, you just put a price on it, offers over, or just a price and negotiate from there, or you can auction a property. It's two different, completely different strategies. And if you auction it, the owner will have a reserve price. So it's a price that the auction must get to in order for it to sell. If it mm. doesn't get to that price, we then pass the property in and it doesn't sell. And, okay. and then we will and then we will go to stage two of the process, which is then pricing and negotiating. Uh, but the benefit of an auction here is that if it sells under the hammer, as we say, at auction, then it's a completely unconditional contract. It's 100% done and dusted. There's no way the buyer can pull out of that, okay? Whereas when, when someone makes an offer normally, they then get their building inspection, they then get their finance condition, you know, they've got two weeks to get their finance approved. And if any of those things, you know, fall over, they can terminate the contract and we've got to sell it again. So there's different benefits for why you go to auction. So you, you have to have a good auctioneer on your team, right? So if the auctioneer sucks, isn't it possible that the, the bids won't be as intriguing or as expensive just because your auctioneer is just performing poorly. I feel like you got to have some guy that's really making it or some girl that's really making it seem like you got to get this place. It's definitely an important skill that the auctioneer is really good, but the setup of the auction is much more important. Okay. So it's all of those conversations with, that you're having with the buyers leading up to that day, getting them keen to get there, get involved, giving them the idea that, you know, they could very much be buying this property, you know, um, helping them out with like an understanding of price, where it might sit, where it might fall, what they might be able to get it for. So all of that lead up is what gets people to the auction ready and keen and registered because you have to register, you know, with your ID and be there and be fully prepared as well. So you've got to if you want to have a building inspection, you've got to do it before the day. You've got to get your finance sorted because if you buy it on the day, it is a done deal. So that's more important than the actual auctioneer. If you get the buyers there, they're just going to keep bidding. That's, um, what yeah. happens if it doesn't sell at that price? So I, I, I think you said the seller has kind of like a baseline price. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. sell it, do you, do you relist it and then actually just put it back on market or what happens? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Exactly okay. that. So if it doesn't sell at the auction, we will say, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we haven't hit the reserve price. So from here, we'll be putting a price on it and you can negotiate your best offer with, you know, Daniel, please go and see him afterwards. Oh, cool. And then we'll go change the advertising price. Once we've discussed with the owner what price they want to put on it, we'll give them our advice, of course. And then we'll just contact all of those 
people who have already seen it and say, hey, it didn't sell at auction, but it's now we're asking this price. Are you keen? You want to make an offer? Now, that's uh, one more thing on this, and then we'll, we can move on because I'm so intrigued now. Yeah, it's cool. Um, mm. So the, a lot of these people who are at the they don't have a buyer's agent. They're doing this completely by themselves. Correct. We don't really have buyer's agents in Australia. So that's a massive difference between our real estate market compared to yours. I, I understand that over there, if you want to buy, you will go see an agent and you will sign up with an agent and that agent will look for properties with you and then negotiate with whatever the other agent. agent. Yeah, that doesn't happen here at all. So buyers are on their own. We have a platform, which is probably like your Zillow, um, which is called realestate.com.au. It's the biggest platform here. There's a few others as well, but basically every agent puts all of their listings on this website. All right, so if you're a, if you're a buyer and you're shopping, you'll go onto one of these platforms like realestate.com and you'll just like put in the suburb you're looking for, your price range, what type of property, and the list comes up. And all of the different agencies are branded separately on this website. Like here's this one from Century 21. Here's this one from Remax. Here's this one from whatever. All of the listings come up. The buyers look through all of the properties and they can see what time the next open home is. You know, there's the agent's details. If they want to give them a call or ask a question or they can send an inquiry through the site. And then so the buyers basically have all of the tools to do the searching themselves. They don't, re we don't, uh, we don't, as an agent, I only sell. I do not service buyers for a fee. I will service buyers as part of my just everyday work, but we don't charge buyers that and we don't, you know, we, it's, not a, it's not a service that we like because we're not getting paid for that. We don't put 100% efforts right. into it compared to selling. So what do you um, charge for a listing? Three, 3%, we, 5%? Uh, roughly, uh, I would say the average is about 2.5% okay. plus tax plus a bit of tax yeah. on top. Yeah, okay, that's, that's yeah. like us. That's what I would get if I list a house and then a buyer comes. Yeah, um, but we also charge advertising on top of that. So we don't include advertising. So You charge your seller advertising? Yeah, yep. So we have an advertising package. It might be, you know, minimum sort of three to three and a half grand. You know, if you want to get one of my videos with the whole social media kabang thing that you see, you know, all of those videos I do that you see, they are paid for by the the uh the seller that so they'll pay me to go and make a video for them and then post it on all the platforms and then i'll even use their money to sponsor that ad and get it out there so that i can get more leads for them uh, we were going to ask because your your, your yeah. production value is unbelievable and yeah i, I was thinking like this has got to cost an insane amount of money this is like a, <laughs> a featured film here but it's yeah, yeah the it's seller's a, money cool. that's it's awesome a movie it's a movie your shit is some of the best I've seen in the industry. It's a legit 100%. movie. Thank you guys. Thank you. I, I must say, like I, it, it, like I come up with the ideas, but my videographer is like he's awesome. He's so good at what he does. You so got Tarantino back there. Yeah, I mean he's he's just uh, he's just so good right, at editing. He's got yeah, I love who's, I love who's got oh who doesn't love Tarantino? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that was, how Eric that was ended weird. Up in a <laughs> what was weird? How was that weird? <laughs> how was that weird? No, it's not weird, Eric. Very good. Thank Very you. Good. Um, Thank you. Well said. Thank you. Um, Thank so you. I do want to kind of pivot over here now to to your videos because that's okay. like what most people will know you by, and you you have a global reach now. And I've noticed a lot of your team does videos too. So is yeah. that like a do you encourage that very much? Does everyone need to do video? 
like that or how does that work? Well, I think they do. I think everyone should be on video. Yeah. Um, if you want to get your name out there, if you want to be known, if you want extra brand awareness, what you know, there's no better way um, than than doing videos and doing um, catchy, engaging videos that people actually want to watch and make you stand out, give you a point of difference against everyone else. So I love it. It's done great things for me. I, you know, I started this company only four years ago and with just two people in a laptop in an apartment. Now we're 30 plus people moving into a 800 square meter, which is, you know, equivalent of like, I oh should, I don't even know what that is in feet. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't <laughs> sounds, have even tried. Meter, big, I think a meter big. is like 3.3 feet. Yeah. Right? Sounds large. But it's a square meter. So a square meter must be like 10 because it'd be three times three. So it'd be like 10 square meters. Well, let's say seven. Dan, let's say let's seven, eight, yeah, look, the Matt, office not size, a fucking, you know, not a fucking math podcast. Right. Okay? Yeah, exactly. We're, we're not here hey, for your I'm math moving skills. into a big fucking office. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Okay. That's what it sounds it's going like. to be a big fucking office and you're going to love it. Well, By the way, real quick, that, that poster behind you, is that is that Hong Kong? Where is that? It's not a poster. It's a canvas. I'm sorry, the canvas. Yeah, yeah it's... um, I don't know, man. Okay. okay. I bet... Okay. Thanks, Someone Eric. You're, you're, really, office. You're, yeah. you're really contributing with the Tarantino. A little, a little color commentary um, here, you know. So, I love it how Eric just throws something in every now and again <laughs> to just totally throw us off topic. And then, so we've got to kind of start again. It's Derail. a very good chemistry. Um, yeah, he derails the entire uh, convo. And then yeah. we Where, where's that back. shirt from too, Dan, by the way? <laughs> this white plain shirt? Yeah. Well, let me tell you. No, it says plum. plum on it, right? It says plum on it. Oh, yeah, actually it oh, does. Plum. I got that embroidered. Back to this, because yes. we're talking about the videos. Right. Um, I'm not, all I'm saying is that that advertising, I started when we were really small and it helped to get our brand out there and it really helped with recruiting. It showed other agents, you know, what they could do different. It was a really big tool to get people to join the company to, to because, you know, other agents seeing that and going, oh, wow, I want to do some of that. You know, I want to get better at that. Something that we provide as an agency is, you know, help and guidance to, you know, boost your social media, your video presence, and also that delivery of uh, your properties to the marketplace. Yeah. You were talking about like the engagement and Eric and I were talking about this before you came on. You have some of the best, you grab people immediately on your listing. You have like a funny line immediately and you have to watch the rest of the video. It doesn't, you can (laughs) say your line and then you can cut right to some property tour but you have to watch because you want to know if another line is coming and, and you are probably the best at doing that. It's <laughs> unreal. I love, I love watching that shit. Yeah. Well, I actually got that tip of, I don't know, something I read years ago, you know, where it just said like people will zone out within the first six seconds. So if you can make your video engaging and funny is a really good way to make it engaging, but engaging in the first six seconds then you're likely to keep them for at least half the rest of the video. So I always, I always bring it up, you know, bring the videos in with a banger straight away. Like it's got to be catching from the first second. Um, that's a, I think a big difference in what um, our videos are compared to everyone else that might do a really, really boring introduction or some, you know, they start the video off with some, property shots for 20 seconds and they've already lost half their audience oh, by yeah. the time they're on screen you know absolutely it's like yeah i mean there's not a lot of people who do this kind of 
um, comedy thing, like in the space that we're doing it. Um, but you're definitely one of the, one of the goats, one of the great brother. Well, yeah, I love it, man. I got have you say, thought about Matt, yeah I, you oh, go should, ahead matt, matt you sorry sorry eric but matt you need to do more property tours because you did a couple where you were walking through the mansion and <laughs> i was laughing to the end and you said you were going to do more yeah i know i haven't i, I haven't seen shit well because right now <laughs> my listings the last uh couple listings i've had have been vacant and it's very like i just don't i, I don't know it's hard no i furniture. might still do no, yeah, no furniture at oh, all. Oh, yeah, that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. So it's like, what can I? I've been thinking I have a really nice, like, it's like $4 million. It's got a fucking elevator in it. It's no furniture, though. Yeah. I've been thinking of actually staging it for a video just to get the content and get yeah, the exposure. I know. Sometimes I get people like, you know, they want me to sell their house and they say, I want one of your videos. And I'm looking at their house, you know. <laughs> empty and just boring and i'm just like oh, ah, you probably don't want a video you don't need it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i got nothing to work with yet that, that Eric, sorry i cut you off before you yeah say? i was gonna ask you what sort of headphones those were no no i was gonna say uh <laughs> i was gonna say instagram reels and vertical video kind of seem to be the new wave for social media and matt and i noticed like again, your your videos are hilarious and the best quality we've seen in the real estate space. But we haven't seen any reels out of you or vertical video. Is that something that you're going to work on in the future, or what's your game plan with that? That's a good question, and I need to keep yeah, up. There you go. Talk. Look at that. Yeah, 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 he did. He's done one good thing. <laughs> I'm out, guys. <laughs> yeah, he's leaving later. Drop the mic, brother. Too. Get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, look, I. Uh, I need to do more of that because I can see the engagement on your reels, Matt, and it's crazy. And obviously they're favoring the reels. And um, uh, the problem I have is that I hate cutting my videos short to one minute. Um, I know you do. We talked about that. Uh, but you've I cut them down. You've cut them down substantially, I would say, from you used know, to but three I minute, you know, you were at like the three minute mark a lot. Now your reels is only 30 seconds too. Oh yeah. TikTok's a minute, but I, I think Yeah, Reels is 30 seconds. Reels is 30 seconds, but you could do little clips of your IGTVs and cut them down into reels and promote your IGTVs through that. I too. could. I, I have done that with the Road to Tosser series that I've yeah. been doing. So I've cut sections of that into reels and, and done them. Um but I yeah, I just I just need to do more about they haven't worked that well to be honest. It's um, hard. The, it's hard because your your the, quality is so good. So when you, you squish it all and make it vertical, you, you lose a lot of that quality. I know. Yeah. Well, I've cut, I've cut those, uh, those road to Tulsa videos into reels. The first one did well, the rest of them got nothing. The, the actual full video did well, but not the reels. So those are I don't know what, I, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I need some advice from you then, Matt. So yeah. Eric knows more about the reels. Eric, tell <laughs> us what, what do you got to do to make it work? Well, I mean, what you're doing now with the IGTVs, having an immediate engaging funny joke off the bat is great. But with Reels, you could actually put captions throughout the entire video that people keep people engaged. So, you know, you kind of have your caption already in the actual video and then you keep captions going. You could even actually have your text in quotations. So people that aren't watching it with sound could actually see it and you could use more hashtags, share it to your story. The views on your story actually count directly for Reels also. But 
you know, Matt, Matt and I always talk about this with, with reels, Instagram's pushing that content more than anything. So they were doing it with IGTV when they first came out with that, but now it's all reels. So if I post just a normal video, it gets like a fifth of the engagement that a reel does. So for you to grow organically now, you almost have to post reels because that's all Instagram is pushing. So you could cut your videos up or you could even do like Matt's doing a great job at it where he's filming like rants in his car with your road to tosser stuff. You could like, you're making fun of, you know, top producer douchebag agents, right? Yeah. Like you could, it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. And I actually want to stop what I'm saying right now and and get into the road. Yeah, we will right after this. Well, let's just get into it. Okay. Let's. I wasn't, I wasn't going anywhere with that. Okay, cool. Well, here's the thing. The road to tosser. I thought it was important. We'll tell you off air. I'll call you. But okay. So this was interesting because you went on hiatus for, from like September last year to the new year, right? You really didn't produce any content. You did like a hilarious video where you like um, the one where you were pretending like you were old times with your buds. And you're like drinking beers at the property. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like yeah. doing flat. That shit was fucking hilarious. And then you went on like a bit of a hiatus for a couple months. Uh-huh. And then you uh-huh. came back out with this road to tossers. And it's fucking hilarious. It's different than anything you've ever done because it's always been listing content for you, mostly. And then you, you've come up with this whole series. So what what, what happened? Why did you like stop for a bit? were you just working on this road to tossers thing? Is that why? And how'd you come up with the road to tosser? Yeah. Um, I go through real waves. I don't know if you do, but I love making content, but sometimes I just get so busy with the business and listing and selling my actual job. Yeah. My, not my side hobby that I love doing. And I just fucking, sometimes I make content like heat, heat, heat. And then I kind of, I kind of don't want to do it for a while. It's, it, it happens to me like every three months. I'll do like video, video, video. I'll be all keen. And then for a while, I'm just like, you know what? I'm, I'm taking a fucking break. Yeah. I'm just, I just, it's important know, to take a break. Yeah. You know, it, it is like, because people are always wanting more. And, you know, once you start getting a bit of a following, people are always messaging you. And you, it's just kind of, sometimes it can get a bit like overwhelming and very time consuming for it's not a it's not a hugely um, profitable like thing to do. I don't make money from Instagram. You know, I'm not selling a book or, you know, you know, getting people to sign up for my program or anything like that. So I don't make any money doing this stuff. All it is is brand awareness and like kind of a, a hobby. And you know, the property videos help me sell properties. Yeah, that, that they do that. So so sometimes I get to a point I'm just like fuck. I need a break. And I think you know I just came to that point late last year where I was just just done for a while I knew I'd be back and but yeah I did come up with the road to tosser series after you know that video I did where I was just a really cool real estate agent yeah that one was one of my favorites yeah that one was like that one was really popular and so I thought of just going the next level up on that um, because everyone liked the idea of you know I think I'm so cool because I'm a real estate agent and then I you know, I've always thought that real estate is an industry that's just so full of douchebags. We all know it, you know. Yeah. It's just, it just, it's it's just a fucking magnet industry for the 
biggest wankers out there. I mean, there's a lot of great people in real estate. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. there is also and there's the people like Eric. Yeah. yeah. And there's, and there's, yeah, you know, just exactly. the, the, so a, a lot of people ask, have asked me as well, you know, from overseas, what the hell's a tosser? Yeah. Um, well, yeah I, 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 I saw you guys all didn't even know when you were talking to Dan O'Neill the other day. And um, a tosser is just another word for a wanker, really. Or is okay. it like a, like a douchebag? Oh, douche it's bag. a douchebag. Okay, cool. But a douchebag with a big ego is a tosser. Like a guy who thinks that, or girl, who thinks that they're the fucking man, you know? <laughs> and that's what a tosser is. You it's fucking very old, it's, nail that series, dude. It's And it's so relatable wherever you are in the world. Like... Yeah, because yeah. everyone has those type of people. And Eric was just mentioning the uh, the license plate one. Like that's just just that's fucking hilarious. Also, oh, the it, the it, agents who who have to constantly post about how late they're working, yeah. I thought was hilarious. <laughs> that you said you saw someone leaving at six o'clock. You're like, what is this a half day? And all, all those are, are so good. <laughs> I've made fun of those people for years now. Top producers. That's like a, a my a lot of my content, and it's yeah. just you like acting it out and and you know bringing it to life is hilarious and you're great on camera yeah it's it's um it's just uh, i i see it all the time with agents on my feed and they'll be posting a photo of like them like just a contract and you know a timestamp 11 26 p.m yeah and i'm just like what what do you want a fucking medal mate Uh, yeah it's not it's not impressive dude like, yeah. what are you doing? No it's, one cares. It's the worst. You should just do it's series of this, man. This should be season one. I know you're doing seven. Well, I mean, it's been really popular. I wanted to see how it went, and it has been really popular. So I'll probably do another series. It's just, you know, do it the time, time and effort, man. I put a lot of effort into those. So so, so when, you, when you said these this content isn't making you money directly but it is definitely resulting in referrals surely correct like the branding aspect is making you money because people are seeing oh this is dan lee's content he's hilarious i want to work with him yeah the brand it's 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 an unknown you know it's like a billboard right it's uh you can't i don't get a lot of leads through instagram like people just going hey man i want to sell my house that happens you know probably once a month not not nearly as much as not nearly as much as the business I get from actually doing a good job and just servicing clients and following up and doing all the basic real estate activities that a good agent should do. That is by far to me, the number one thing you can do is just do your job well and you'll do well. Um, The branding is a layer on top of it, which will help that, you know, people interact with you. Then they see you there and then they see you there and it's not until they actually interact with you as well. And that kind of, kind of solidifies that they, they really like you, you know, you know what I mean? Cause you can, you can have really great content as well. Like, and I know there's agents out there that, that, that they might produce really great content, but then their service is shit, you know, someone will call them and they don't even call the person back, you know? And if, if you've got great content and you don't back that up with excellent service, um, to show that you are a great performer, then you're wasting your time, you know, and you're not going to do that good in the long term. Yeah, I, yeah, totally. That's what I get a lot. Like there's, and there's a lot of people, well, actually not a lot of people here have great content. So I don't know if a lot of the people, people down near you, I've seen them, you post a bunch of people who just literally rip off your scripts 
and they do that to me too but it's hilarious because you did a side-by-side story of some fucking guy doing the uh, yeah exact same do you thing expo- you. are you actually exposing them or are you promoting he has yeah yeah oh, that's hilarious I, I expose, but you know, that guy wrote to me and he goes, I'm sorry, man. I'm just a huge fan. No way. Oh, uh, really? Biggest uh, fan. This is Stan. How yeah. closely, how closely did the guy rip you off? Did he verbatim? Oh, it's like it fucking was... joke for joke. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Terrible. Like took multiple of my videos, not just one yeah. and ripped the fucking whole joke it happens like multiple man. jokes i've had right? a guy do I, I haven't that seen anyone do yours i want to see that I oh i need it. i'll show you i'll show you oh, please send like, it to me i think four or five the same guy has done like four or five of my videos oh my god please and send that to yeah me. dan, dan to did you that. did you see these organically or were people tagging you in them or how someone said yeah them? someone someone sent it to me as a message and i was like what the fuck and then i went to the guy's profile and i I was I like watched a bunch of them and he had multiple videos that were like the exact joke that I did. What yeah. did you multiple. say to him? Did did you just comment saying like hey this is genius or did you Well, <laughs> no, he passive uh, well, aggressive I, with it. I, I just yeah, I just put them on um I just put them on Instagram stories. I re- like sort of screen recorded them, put them on Instagram stories and just wrote the poor man's Dan Lee yeah. as the that's, tech. That's and, good. And then he messaged. I got so many people messaging me, but then he messaged me and said, "Oh man, I'm really sorry. I just I'm such a big fan." And he kind of made me feel bad for paying him out. (laughs) That happens to me sometimes too. And yeah, like yeah, you got you got a lot of fans, a lot of people. I'm saying the fucking guy who ripped me (laughs) off. Like I was gonna do a whole thing, and then I was like, he's probably just like so he doesn't. I've had people like the songs I do take the song and lip sync the song like it's 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 my i just i would be tagged in it i was like what the fuck is this there's my words and my voice i was like this is so insane why didn't you post that on your stories that would have been great because i feel i'm really nice everyone thinks i'm a dick because of my videos but i'm a nice person (laughs) that's all right guys you take care now i'm out Yeah, man, you're really nice. <laughs> I was waiting for Eric to say something there. Like, no, where's there's, your no, there's, from? there's there's nothing else in your uh, in your screen that he could ask about. He asked about the photo, the headphones, and the shirt. Where do you get your? He'll find from, something. Dan? Yeah, Dan, are you on yeah. Propecia or something? That hairline is fantastic. Yeah, man, it's plugs. Is it? Yeah, is I'm it trying actually? to get those too. Look at this. I'm it's like writing up my forehead here. I'm gonna be bald by the end of this podcast. Fuck, man. Yeah. Dan. I, Old guys are sexy. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> Unless you have like a beard. Um, but like John Travolta's bald now with a beard, but that's neither yeah. here nor there. Anyways, you've been on a lot of um like a lot of the news outlets out your way. I've seen mm. you got a you get a lot of press. And A, yeah, how are, why aren't you verified yet? You could probably get verified because of all that press. That's like some real deal press. Yeah. Shit, I should get verified. <laughs> you should. Have you applied? Have you applied? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think, I think like I had a guy looking into it and I told him to go and do the stuff to get me verified. And I don't know where it ended up. So but you're not verified. So not far. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he said, he said that um, I probably need like another major one. Like you know, a yeah. news publication. But you've yeah, had like, like the big, a, the like big news. Or something mm-hmm. like that. You've had like good morning. Uh, it's like 
what is it called? Good morning. Yeah, Australia. I think I've had a couple of second tiers. Yeah. Uh, but he was like, oh, you need to get on a big one, like a okay. Forbes.com yeah. or something like so, you know, and then so I haven't done that. But I how, how has that helped you? Has that helped a lot being kind of getting those, that that press out your way? Oh, that, that of sort of press is huge. Yeah. yeah. Anything that gets anything on TV. If you're on TV, you're relevant. You're you're someone to listen to. That's the perception, you know. What and video? I guess, what video did that for you? Um, some of the way back in the beginning when I was first started doing the the like good production ones and no one else was doing it, I got on TV a couple of times for that. But you know, over time, um, you know, people are getting used to this high quality and great videos, so um, they're not as not as much now. So lately, they usually just call me up about auction results um not so much about the videos these days oh really Fuck are, you, yeah. are you posting these to to facebook also and tiktok youtube like where, i don't where, do TikTok. Where's your social focus uh my main social focus is facebook and mm -hmm. instagram um i'm not big on tiktok i've got a profile haven't really got into that uh and i'll also put them on youtube as well but you know I don't think people are on YouTube to look at property videos as much. I, I tend to get the most traction through Facebook. Yeah, I agree. I'm what do you what do you find, Matt? YouTube? I'm works. no, I, I don't do a lot of YouTube at all. I should, and I should do more TikTok, but I'm pretty much all Instagram. Eric, you use a lot of TikTok. Um, you know, and uh <laughs> I you do. don't really <laughs> don't you? I mean yeah, I just started like, to. I just started again. Yeah. I mean it's a great place to grow just because you could have no followers and get millions of views on a video really quickly. Yeah. But it, it's also great to parlay those followers into your Facebook and Instagram. Uh, so okay. that's, that, that's kind of the goal. And then also like the Gen Z buyers, because it's a younger audience on TikTok, they're going to ageify up. So I'm sure that you'll reach a big audience. I think it'd be great for you. I, I really think you could kill TikTok and Reels, that short form content with your humor and your video editing would be I mean, you'd be I like agree. the number one realtor on it. I really think so. I know. Yeah. I need to, Dan, let's both let's both get into it. Yeah, just Should do one a week. One a week. Should we make TikTok. a pact? Should yeah, make, make a pact. Yeah, that will both. And who whoever goes viral I first, need... uh, I don't know what will happen, but yeah. Yeah, we'll do another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, short form content is something that I need to explore more to get into that because you know the long form that I tend to do more of is uh you know it probably doesn't work on tiktok as much yeah no you can't even it's only a minute yeah it's a yeah. minute and but it has yeah, to be vertical short short form in general is kind of the trend right now and exactly. i noticed that too i was doing the broke news network and we were doing kind of eight to ten minute videos and those weren't performing nearly as well as the 30 second minute videos so yeah i think if you, if you got on that your your following would explode are you doing any sort of like engaging or engagement tactics to grow your Instagram besides just posting the videos? Are you commenting on photos, reaching out to anybody, or what's your strategy with that? Yeah, so I just, uh, I, 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 I try to just like content that I see that I like, I'll always comment and sometimes reach out to those people. Like I think you'll make Ben Fisher, mm -hmm. who's on that. He, he makes great videos. Um, so, you know, I always, I always comment on stuff that I like. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate all your support on my, uh 
things. Oh, I don't even watch your stuff, man. I just comment. <laughs> well, I appreciate it anyways. <laughs> no, you do. I know you watch it because you always pick out like a nice line or something. And <laughs> yes. It's very nice. Those, those are the comments that I like the most from a fellow creator who actually yeah. likes it. Um, it's really nice. Keeps me going, Dan. Keeps me fucking going. Are you going to do another song soon? Yeah, Please I was just thinking a, about play. that. Yeah, man, do the do another Backstreet Boys one, man. That was <laughs> that's even that in, that in that in Freddy was the best. Yeah, I might do a Backstreet Boys one. I'll see. Um, and we got to do another video. Maybe Eric will come. We too. We, we, we can get out of do. his his cell. Get out of the asylum over yeah. here. Yeah, but I'll pop in. I'll comment on your watch or something, and then I'll pop out. Yeah, what kind of watch are you wearing, Dan? Um, yeah, what is that? I saw that. I saw that about four minutes ago, Dan. What is that thing? What do you got? What, what, what thing? Your watch. watch. Yeah, you, Why don't you got hold it. That? High Why don't you end hold there. That up? Fuck, dude. This, Tag this horror. Is, this is uh, yes, straight from the flea markets of Bali. Uh, genuine <laughs> fucking tag hoyer. Uh, twenty twenty four karat silver. Man, the oh, guy yeah? said he's gonna send me the warranty in the mail. Um, fucking, this is the best shit right here. Uh, yeah. It's not really. No, oh. is that thing moving? I uh, had a shower this it's morning. Not sometimes, sometimes just needs a bit of maybe yeah. it's a bad. But it's genuine. Everyone needs yeah, enough genuine. Fuck, yeah, hundred percent. Twenty-four karat silver. Yeah. Dan, what? I don't know this. What do you? What did you do before real estate? Oh, mate, I was. A, this is a funny story, actually. Um, so you ever walk through a shopping center and there'll be a there'll be a guy or a girl at a little stand and they're like, hey. Of course, hey, you come over here. Fucking right? hate him. Yeah, at a kiosk trying yeah. to get you to buy that sunglasses you? or a fragrance. That was fucking me, guys. That was fucking me, right? So, I like after I did a university degree, went traveling for a couple of years, came back dead broke, no car, living with my parents, needed money, got this job, right? And I had to sell mobile phone plans and internet in shopping centers with a table and some brochures. And I had to stop people, right, and say, oh, who, who's your mobile with? Oh, let me, let me show you something. I'm going to save you $60 a month here. You know, I, you currently, you're probably spending about $100 a month. Oh, let me show you something. Write down the figures. And what we're going to do is we're just going to change your provider from this to this. Your number's going to stay exactly the same. You're not even going to notice any changes. You're just going to save $50 a month. Just sign here, thanks. And uh, I, would, I would have to sign people up on these, these mobile phone plans, and it was commission only. I got $90 for every person that I signed. It was fucking brutal, right? Like so much rejection on your so feet. Hell. Or it was hell. But you know what? It was the best sales training you could ever ask for. This company, it was like pyramid scheme style, right? So like the guys at the top sit back and earn a clip off every layer below them that's out there on the field. And, uh, you know, they dangle this carrot in front of you like you can be here one day you know um so <laughs> you're all like out there trying to sell and then trying to get people underneath you and trying to get up in this fucking to the top of this organization but anyway the sales training there was fucking phenomenal i had to be in this office at 7 a.m every morning and go through all these closing techniques and all the different objections and if you weren't there at seven o'clock you got fucking grilled and so for five months, I did this job and I got so good at it that I could like close anyone within like 30 seconds who even had an inkling 
of changing like mobile phone plans. And, uh, but I wasn't earning much money. Like I was doing the most sales out of anyone in the company throughout the whole of Australia and earning like 2000 bucks a week. Oh, and yeah. so I thought, that's a lot. I mean, it's a, it, it's, it's damn. a lot. It, it's, it's, it's not like 2000 bucks. No, it's, it's okay. But like, <laughs> put that in the crypto. I mean, that 30, you're good to go. I should have bought Bitcoin with it at the time, but fuck yeah. it, I didn't even yeah, know honestly. about it. Yeah. I mean, come on. Um, but yeah, I, I, I saw these stats and I was like, man, I need to go sell something that actually makes money. So then I, that's when I walked around at some real estate agencies and got myself a job in that and sort of started, started my journey that way. And that was about 13 years ago. 13. Wow. Yeah. It's unreal. That's uh, yeah. It sounds like good training. I was in sales before as well. Not as bad as you. Not, what, what, what you, you know what I did after that? I used to fucking knock on doors after that job. I didn't actually go straight to real estate. I quit that to join this other company because this guy fucking saw how good I was. He's like, oh, I've got this company and you can make way more money. And I knocked on doors, right? And I sold water, fucking fresh water, you know, that comes out of a fucking it's big like a sparklet thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like. Sounds just awful. Your, just your fucking little tap if you ever came to my door i'd be so fucking pissed i'd be like knocking on doors being like can i can i come in and check out your (laughs) i'm from the national water association (laughs) let me check out your tap water oh my god this is bad look at these folks do you know what they're finding in the water these days i'm solving this problem for you right now health is important right of course it is well check out this water cooler and Still. I would sell these fucking water coolers door to door. It was horrendous. I did that for three months and then I got into real estate. Okay. There you go. I sold sunglasses and engagement rings. How'd you go at that? Uh, I was a top seller at Sunglass Hut. Uh, I sold $40,000 worth of sunglasses in about five months and uh, pretty good. I was top, top of the food chain. They, they didn't want me to leave. They're very upset. And uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. So, and then I got that, that sounds like a lot of sunglasses, $40,000. Yeah, I still get 50% off discount to this day. Wow. Yeah. Do they have a Matt Lee and Eddie fucking the, <laughs> yeah, black, they, the man, they, the myth, like photo in their head office? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They always check in with me, let me know about their deals. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I'm alum. I'm alum there. So, if you guys ever need sunglasses, hit me up. I tell you what, if anyone wants to get into real estate, I think the, the one of the best things you can do before getting into real estate, like is some of that really hard, cold face sales. It's brutal, but yeah. it sets you up to deal with a lot of rejection. And there's so much rejection in real estate, especially in your first few years, so much prospecting, you know, I don't know how you guys do it, but when I started, it was a lot of cold calling. It was a lot of, you know, knocking on doors, yeah. a lot of just like trying to just, get your name out there and build relationships with people and provide some sort of helpful service, like appraising the value of their property, you know, and just staying in touch. Lots and lots, so much of that in the beginning with no guarantee of return for what you're doing. And uh, that, that cold face training helped me so much in being able to do that part of the job really well to sort of set up my real estate career and get the ball really rolling um and that's what i think a lot of people lack when they get into real estate is 
you know, people get, get into it going, oh, I love houses. You know, I've got fucking nothing to do with liking yeah. houses. <laughs> I know, and, everyone um, says that. Yeah, it's it's got to do with like fucking like people and building as many little relationships as you possibly can and not being like knocked down by rejection because you just come across it so much so that that's uh that helped me so much in my uh in my beginning years of real estate yeah i would think so it was a good clip right there we could clip that for our igtvs yeah, he's telling, Eric's actually starting to just talk about the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, right I'm just, I'm just thinking, <laughs> thinking how, how this is going to be promoted. I think that that's really good. But but Dan, so so you said you've been in real estate for 13 years. Yeah. So when did you start making the videos? The videos started in I think I did my first one in 2013. They mm-hmm. uh, so that realestate.com website that I was talking about where all agents put their listings. They brought out a feature in about 2012 that you could, you know, you should only be able to put photos on and description. And then they brought out the feature of adding a video in like 2012. And I saw another agent doing it and I thought, fuck, I need to get onto that. So I did my first one then um, and it just grew from there. Did you incorporate humor immediately? Immediately, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did it straight away. But in the beginning, the, the audience that was seeing it wasn't very many. It was only the people who went onto that platform, looked at the ad, and then watched that video, right? So mm-hmm. the, the big change was when Facebook um, came out and allowed, you know, business accounts and sponsoring uh, videos. Because then it went from, you know, not just people finding the listing online and watching the video to now I post it on my Facebook. Now I create an audience of like, everyone in the local area about this property. And then I pay a fee to get it out, out there. So your the exposure of the videos just uh, kind of blew up. And that's, you know, where, you know, putting the humor in and being different really made the, the, the big, the biggest difference of all, you know? Yeah. So what's your, what's your end goal with all this? Like, do you want to like with the video with the team, do you want to be selling 10 years from now? Do you want to just be overlooking the team? Like what's your end goal with the whole thing? I would, I would like to scale back. I think I'll always do some sales. Um, I don't want to fully be out of sales because sales, it keeps you relevant. It, it keeps you involved in the market. I don't, if I'm just like a principal that sits back and just watches everyone else, you know, you might kind of lose touch with the marketplace and lose touch with, you know, what's going on out there. So I'll always do some sales, but probably not. Um, you know, I want to, I'm, I'm recruiting as much as I can right now to get people to join and develop them so that eventually I can focus on growing the business elsewhere. Yeah, that that is the end goal. I'd say in about three years, I'll be doing half the sales I am now. Oh, sick. Eric's trying to get out of real estate in its entirety this year. Correct. Are you serious? Yeah. And yeah, because you um you were trying to work at sunglass hut (laughs) (laughs) yeah i got him an interview i got him in yeah yeah. trying to flip some ray-bans i think that's (laughs) the move Forty thousand. i mean jesus the kiosk at the mall you're making two thousand dollars a week i might just do that that's huge i sold people on 18 no i'm talking about dan now oh okay yeah 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 i mean start flipping at&t plans yeah better than than meme templates and merchandise my god eric's eric's what are we doing this podcast for get me back in the tucson mall (laughs) I'll head over there right now. <laughs> so you, um, Eric, you you are a agent. Are you uh, a yes. buyer's agent, seller's agent? Yeah, like use that term loosely. 
I'm a utility player. I could do whatever. But he's, most he's agents out. Agent quotes. Yeah, agent. No, I, I'm an agent. <laughs> I, I've been a listing agent and a buyer's agent, so I, I represent both sides. So you, okay, you, but now you're taking the broke agent, like getting to you obviously with that because that's been obviously a project that you've been doing yeah. over what five years, six years now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually, you. Oh, I mean, you, you're the biggest agent. Um, you know, comedy. Uh, platform out there for sure eventually you get that to a stage and like well i've got this audience now i can somehow make a living off it yes yeah and we're we're basically there right now so that that's the goal is to kind of turn this into an entire media company where we have podcasting video production eventually throw conferences do speaking gigs help people with social media promote other creators like yourself so that's really the goal is to get in the media side of real estate yeah. because that's what is way more interesting to me than actually selling is producing content for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And you're amazing at it, by the way. I don't know. Thank you. How do you honestly come up? Like you, you, you post like five things a day. Do you have a, do you, is it all you or do you have Matt, a team? Matt would like to say he's a ghostwriter, but I'm a, ghostwriter. a lot of people submit stuff now, which is great. Uh, okay. So, so beforehand it was just me. And it still is me doing all the actual posting, but you know, like we said, and like, you know, in real estate, the more real estate transactions you do, the more content you actually get, like, you know, the way you came up with those road to tosser videos is because you're coming across all these tossers, all these yeah. douchebags yeah. and top producers. So every single interaction you have with another agent or at an inspection or open house, there's some sort of bit of comedy in there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you so think that's... back of all the broke agent stuff, all the, all the memes and all the videos that you've laughed the hardest at. Thank me. <laughs> wow. That's where so you went next... with that? <laughs> I'm joking. When I'm next on the brocation, every <laughs> single time there's something good, I'm just going to tag Matt Leonetti. That was right. fucking hilarious. Exactly. Well yeah. Please do that. That'd be well no, Eric should. I mean, Eric's he's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, the shit he, he comes <laughs> up you. with is really really unreal but every now and then but, I'll, I'll throw him a real nice uh but but the the way you act acted out dan and i'm not saying you're acting out my content that's not what i'm trying to say for the record that's what he says to me all the <laughs> that's time that's what i'm saying about i just mean like the way you actually bring these ideas to life that people are thinking that to me is is so much more like courageous and engaging and fun to watch than like a stupid video meme so like i i'm you know envious of the way that you could get out in front of the camera like that and actually have this incredible video production like it's it's so impressive it really is yeah. thank you man i really appreciate that um, yeah awesome. all right I guess, see I guess <laughs> stop banging your head against the wall now um, just die um, yeah i guess the only hard thing like the great thing about um you know what you do is the fact that it is quick quick funny engaging you know you only need to look at it 10 seconds show your mate have you said like tell your mate like it's really good because it's just lots of little laughs you know trash, like a yeah kind of trash content though like we were just watching a road to tosser stuff and like the script and again the production value and the setting changes and the camera work and everything like that's incredible and it, it's frustrating that sometimes when I would do something like that or a music video or a longer YouTube video, the engagement on that would be shit compared to posting a 15 second Zestimate joke. So that's the game with Instagram. And that's why I'm saying, hey, get on reels, do TikTok 
because you can actually act this stuff out and get more engagement than posting these long videos, which are ultimately like better. Like the, the people are going to appreciate that more for sure. But like, if your goal is to grow, I think if you did these little, you know, baby content ones that that'd be perfect for you. You've inspired me. I'm going to do it. Great. Yeah. I'm well, do it. Do it. Dan. You're, the, you're the content king. No one has growth like you. I'm going to follow your words and do it. Yep. He's the uh, best in the space, but you're definitely one of the best in uh, the, the uh, content, uh, in the content, like the uh, acting the video. The yeah, video I, ha I have my space, but as you said, to get more people there, you got to get people introduced to you, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. and what I do probably doesn't get people introduced to me as as good as you know short as it could stuff. be yeah mm. well i was telling you that a couple months ago you were you didn't listen i did listen but you know i let you be the guinea pig and yeah. i've seen it work so i'm inspired by yeah matt's guys. doing reels do now and, and matt's crushing reels right they're, Dude, they're helping matt your is, engagement and you're yeah, following tremendously a lot, a lot. yeah you got to go where the puck is going and it, it sucks just because there's so many you know, new apps and everything. What are you laughing at, Matt? The puck is you going? You said puck, yeah. I, I appreciate it. Oh, that's a good reference. For me, it's a hockey yeah. reference. I know. It wasn't I, for I, you specifically. Well, it was a... for me. I mean, who else fucking watches hockey here? Let's be honest. Uh, Dan, do you watch hockey? <laughs> no. We, we have, we have <laughs> hockey. Like kangaroo kangaroo races? On, I don't know. On, on grass. We have grass <laughs> hockey here. You'd look at it. You'd watch it and go, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, field <laughs> hockey. Yeah. Field, yeah, okay. yeah, field hockey. Sweet. Oh, yeah. I was I saying can't, I can't even watch ice. I watch ice hockey. I'm just like, I can't fucking see where the puck is. I don't <laughs> yeah. even know. It's just like a pew, 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 and then like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's stupid. It's the sport. It's a great of our live country. sport. Yeah, yeah sport of your country. Yeah. Yeah, hey, look, yeah. we're international here, three different countries. Yeah, international. You're the I'm first here, international guest. I'm here in Israel. You're here in, uh, you know, Australia and Canada. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, Eric does Israel. go to Israel. I'm not, I'm not actually in Israel. But you go uh, to Israel just a lot. growing a rabbinical beard here. So okay. maybe I will go there. I can't grow a beard. I just have this mustache. But um, Dan, I think we got to wrap it up. We've been here for an hour. You're, I'm sure you have, I mean, Eric's doing nothing. Uh, I'm busy. I'm sure you're busy. Uh, we got to wrap this up. But we're so grateful to have one of the greatest content creators uh, ever in real estate to uh come on Thanks. the number one real estate podcast in the world so thank you thank you guys appreciate being on it thanks for the kind words thanks for the inspiration i'm going to get out there i'm going to take your advice i'm going to make more short content and let's see where this goes awesome where can the people follow right. you dan instagram dan underscore lee underscore plum like the fruit and uh facebook at dan lee property Sweet. there you go you heard it there here first folks <laughs> I mean, let's try to probably not really the go. first place all right see you. i'm gonna close yeah. my laptop <laughs> oh man look look the conclusion was good but i i do want them to promote where they're you know no, coming I know. from i know yeah. i know we always... have you have you pressed stop yet no we're notorious Hopefully. for not knowing how to end podcasts oh yeah this is terrible okay. ending <laughs> okay guys in three two one y'all take care <laughs> now yeah <laughs> Peace.